everybody, it's your man Big Dunk coming live with Natural Another True Players Podcast episode. Hitting you with the in your face, unedited, straight, blunt talk about sports, finances, relationships, current events, and many other topics along the way. Check out my next episode. Good, everybody. It's been Big Don coming live natural. Another True Players podcast episode. I know you guys are probably watching the Falcons against the Green Bay Packers. It's got to come bless you guys with another True Play, another episode on this the Jet situation. I know everybody's waiting for it. You know what? What, what I was going to say about it, but here I am. I'm here to talk about it. You know, the, the dust is starting to start to settle a little bit. And um, before I get into the New York Jets, let's talk about the New York Giants who played last Thursday. Um, they got destroyed by um, the 49ers, 30 to 12. You know, it, it was it was going to be a tough game without Saquon Barkley. Um, I, I did notice some of the uh, some of the 49er players was mocking uh, Daniel Jones about his contract, but it's all right though. They do what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? They won the game. They beat the Giants, and the Giants move on. To play the the, um, the Seahawks um next week um this coming week this weekend, so you know Dan Jones didn't have a great game 22, 22 of 30, 22 or thirty two one hundred thirty seven yards and an interception. Matt Breida did not step up for um Saquon Barkley, that's been a problem. But let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask the Giants Giants fans a question. As you guys can see, I did post the link. Let's let's post the link. You guys want to jump in this podcast? Definitely, link is in the comment section. Um, definitely, if all, all the Giants fans, do you do you feel that Daniel Jones is held responsible for this loss? You know, if you guys want to chime in, hit hit up the comments. Definitely do that. Um, as I um, get ready to move on to the New York Jets, because my time is short, guys. My time is short today. I got a I got, I got a the appointment at nine o'clock, so I'm gonna do this podcast nice and quick for you guys, and and go from there. So let's move on to the New York Jets here. I know you guys were waiting for me to talk about this. I'm going to talk about it right now. Let's get into it. Zach Wilson loses to Mac loses to Mac Jones for the fifth consecutive time. And why I mention that? Because Zach Wilson in the same draft went number two. Mac Jones went number twelve. Okay. I'm not saying that Mac Jones is a better quarterback than than Zach Wilson. I'm just saying that he's much was much more prepared for the limelight of the NFL than Zach Wilson ever was. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into that a little bit later about why. Okay. Zach Wilson was 18 of 36 for 157 yards, but at halftime only 
offense only conjured up 47 yards in the first half against the New England Patriots. They moved Makai Beck to, to left tackle. He did give up a sack of a sack for safety against Judon. Judon had did a great bull rush, then spun spun off the bull rush, spit off the bull rush, and got to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Um, Brees Hall, twelve carries, eighteen yards. Dalvin Cook, eight carries, eighteen yards. The running game was non-existent. You know why? Nine men in the box on every play. Garrett Wilson, five receptions, 48 yards. Alan Lazard, a very quiet three receptions for 39 yards. And um, Delvin Cook had three receptions for 11 yards. And Tyler Conklin, who who's shown to be the second best receiver on this team, has three receptions for 26 yards. Okay? All right, let's get to the defense. Did they give up 13 points? Yes. Is that what you're supposed to do for a, a great defense? Yes. But the problem is with this defense is third down conversion rates against them. That's the problem. They can't get off the field. I've seen the Patriots um, get a, get convert on a third down, a long third down for about 14 yards in that game. That can't happen to a so-called great defense. And this defense is not is pretty much a great defense on paper. I don't see this defense separating themselves from the Rex Ryan defenses. I don't see them doing that. Not at all. And then you, you deal with the aftermath of them getting beat 15 to 10. Still had, had, still had an opportunity to win the, win the football game. Still have the opportunity to win the football game. They have a great drive late in the fourth quarter when you saw Zach Wilson really throw the ball down the field, making good plays, making quick reads. Some, something that he was not doing early in the game in which Tony Romo, Sitting in the booth is calling out every open receiver during the play. And that's sad that a commentator could call out all open receivers while the play is going off. He's he's telling Zach was throw the goddamn ball. How long do you expect the offensive line to, to block for you? Granted, I know our offensive line is not good, but when you get 4.8, 4.83 seconds to throw the fucking ball, you gotta let the ball fly. And guys were open. <clears throat> you saw you saw frustration on the field, Michael Michael Carter. You know what I'm saying? You know he was number two he was number two running back over the years. They brought in Dalvin Cook, and I feel his frustration. I really do because Dalvin Cook has showed me nothing after three games. Showed me absolutely nothing. Why did you even spend the sal cap space to sign him when you could have signed another offensive lineman? As a backup, knowing that you got a 40 40 year old Dwayne Brown on the left side. Now he's injured. Now you got to put um, Makai Beckton back at the left tackle spot. And you 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 bring you move um Vera Tucker to the right tackle. I want Vera Tucker as as great as an offensive lineman Vera Tucker is. He can play all positions. I want him in that right guard position. Let's keep him there. Because remember last year he got hurt playing tackle position. Out for this, out for the season. If you guys don't see the frustration, frustration that's growing right now in that Jets locker room, I don't know what you guys are looking at. I see a lot of Jets fans talking about, "Oh, give Zach a chance, give Zach a chance." Zach is not an NFL quarterback. He never was. Despite he, like I told you guys on many of my podcasts, when I talk about Zach Wilson, he got picked number two because of a combine 
cross the body throw of 70 yards. That's the reason why I got picked number two. Everyone in their right freaking mind knew that the number two quarterback was Justin Fields. Granted, he's not doing too great in Chicago, but guess, guess where he played at in college? Ohio State. Trevor Lawrence played in Clemson. Big-time schools. SEC, Big Ten. You want to go draft a, a quarterback from the Mountain West Conference. What big games have he played? Now, I, I read an article today, actually, guys, that I noticed that he played against some top defenses in college. Where? Who? Even so, there's some, there's some even reporters still backing this kid up. He's not a good player. And granted, could he have been a great player had he had the opportunity to sit back and watch for a little bit? Yes, I believe so. But once your mental is gone, playing for if playing for from a New York media, from a New York crowd, cloud, I mean crowd, you lose everything. You're gonna hold the ball tight. You're gonna be afraid to make mistakes. You're playing not to lose and not playing to win. And this was what this is what's going on with Zach Wilson. It's all between the ears. Does he have the physical talent to, to be quarterback in the NFL? Yes, he does. I'm not doubting that. But between the ears, he's been destroyed. Okay? He's been destroyed. Because the owner listens to the fans. Oh, we drafted him number two. He should start right away. And I mentioned to you guys, like I said, previous podcasts, this is not San Diego. This is not Cincinnati. We, you, you throw your top, your top drafted quarterback into the Wolves. This is New York. Let him sit back and learn for a couple of games and then put him into the game. Let him soak up. Let him understand how to deal with the media first. Get the mentors right before you put him on the field. It did work for Eli Manning, right? It worked for him, didn't it? Two Super Bowls. It did work. It actually is working for Daniel Jones, right? He's when he went to a division of playoff game last season. How many New York Jet quarter? How many Jet quarterbacks did they draft while Daniel Jones was quarterback of the New York Giants? I believe it was Darnold and Zach Wilson during that time. Daniel Jones been in the in the in the, in the league. Sam Donald, he start he he was drafted, I, th- I believe, in the third year of Daniel, third year of Sam Donald's season. And then the Jets drafted Zach Wilson. He played in the playoffs last year. And it was an instrumental part of the Giants going to the division cha- divisional game in the playoffs. This is what people don't understand. The part, part of this is the fans' fault. They they hungry for that franchise quarterback. And then guess what? You have to go go sign, um, go trade for Aaron Rodgers. He comes in four plays in the game. I'm seeing Vinny all over again, 99.9. He blows out his Achilles. All the fanfare, all the Super Bowl talk goes down the drain. That's because the Super Bowl talk went down the drain doesn't mean you can't complete for a playoff spot. Now I'm hearing the Jets may end up tanking. For what? We go from Super Bowl contenders to tanking? Over a quarterback. Randall Cobb, 
missed the opportunity to, to win that football game yesterday with a Hail Mary pass. Hail Mary's is 50-50. You can't blame him on that. But I will blame Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. That is there dis- disappearing acts during football games? Or is it Zach holding the football? I think it's both, to be honest with you. Because Belichick was not letting Garrett Wilson beat him on, on Sunday. He was not letting that happen. Garrett Wilson was double covered every play. Every play, he was um, double covered. I'm just waiting to see what Garrett I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Garrett Wilson to blow up. It's coming close. He's going to blow up soon because this guy believes he's a top, he's a top, top receiver. I believe he's a top receiver myself. This guy should be getting eight and catching 80 balls for for at least 1,200 yards a year. Now he can't, but he don't have a quarterback that get him the ball. Second year. The big games that um he had was with um Mike White. And now I'm not gonna go cry about Mike White. You know, I'm not gonna do that. But that's I'm gonna stick to the receivers now. McCall Hardman, Hardman, we we signed them. He can't even get on the field. The coaches felt that the the actual um, game plan didn't fit him. So if the game plan did, didn't fit him, why'd you sign him? You're better off, better off keeping um, Denzel Mims if you're gonna do that. How about Gibson? He made a punt return for a touchdown in the first game. How about letting let him get some time on the field as a receiver? Open up, opening up the offense. Part of it is coaching, guys. Part of it is definitely coaching, but part of it is definitely comes from the head coach. This is on Robert Sala's ass. Just right now, this team all this team was a special team was a special team touchdown away from being zero and three. Zero and three. I don't know. If I was the owner of the New York Jets, I think I would have both Joe Douglas and Robert Sala on the hot seat right now. You have a 40, 39-year-old quarterback. You think he was – I mean, he showed his ability ability to be durable, but you always have to have a, a backup plan prepared for him. Got to have that prepared. And Zach Wilson is not the guy that's prepared – that is the guy right now. Why is um, Robert Sal sticking, sticking sticking with Zach Wilson? I don't know. I think this is this whole situation with the Jets is all Woody's making. He has been a horrible owner since he took over the team. Granted, he went to two AFC he had teams that went to two AFC championship games back to back. Went to AFC championship game with a with a rookie quarterback. But that rookie quarterback had a great offensive line, and a powerful running game, and a, and a good and a real good defense. And as of right now, from what I've seen from this defense, despite the amount of points they give it up, they're not on, they're not on on the Rex Ryan level defense. Even though they should be better, is it scheme? I think it, I think it has everything to do with the the, the, the defensive calls. If Robert Sala believes in his job, wants to keep his job, he should be the he should be the one calling the plays on defense. Because you got two corners that should not be sitting there playing zone zone nearly most of the game. 
You can't do that. Can't do that. What happened to Tim McDonald, the, the, that draft pick? Why is he not playing? Why isn't he on the field? What's going on with that? I mean, granted, you got enough pass rushes, but the pass rushes, you know, you, you scheme properly. They're not going to get to the quarterback. Mac Jones was making, Mac Jones was making quick, quick passes on every play. They told me he dropped back. He was throwing out. That ball was out in two seconds. This is unacceptable. You got you got this this rookie quarterback. Now you want to bring in a you want to bring in the veteran on his third year to to teach him how to run the offense. That the offense was made only for Aaron Rodgers. Now where do you go from there? You brought in his receivers. And Lazard and Cobb, they 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 have, they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't move that needle for me either. It, uh, I I don't know. You guys figure it out for me. Part of the reason why Zach is holding on the ball, yes, he's playing not to make mistakes, but he doesn't trust those receivers. The only receiver he trusts is Garrett Wilson, and Conklin. He doesn't trust the other other receivers. Maybe the offense coordinator needs to try something different. Maybe because they they're playing the Chiefs this tonight this week this week this weekend on Channel Four in prime time. They need to figure out something because it could get ugly quickly in the first quarter against this Chief team. It will get ugly very fast. And the Jets picked up. They signed. This is this is my, this is the problem I have with Joe Douglas. I have a problem. This is what I have a problem with the front office. Okay. Why sign Trevor Simeon when you had a much more talented quarterback in Carson Wentz available? Is it to protect Zach's mental state? To protect his ego? Nah, that boy don't want no part of New York anymore. You see it on his face. Don't you, didn't you see that shit on his face? He wants no part of New York anymore. I would have brought in Carson Wentz. What's there to lose? Low risk, high reward. You let him sit, and then if Carson Wentz brings this, brings this team to at least close to the play, competing for a playoff spot, I think it'll make a lot of Jets fans happy. I believe it'll, it'll, it'll keep your star receiver happy because if he goes to a season where he's only catching 40 balls for 500 yards, that man, Gary Wilson, is going to ask for a freaking trade. He's not going to wait for Aaron Rodgers to come back next season. He's going to ask for a freaking trade. But what are you going to do then? This is all about keeping the locker room together. And Trevor Simeon does not keep this locker room together. His presence does not keep this locker room together. If you're going to sign Trevor Simeon, you might as well just sign Colin Kaepernick. Mind you, Colin Kaepernick is begging to be to play on the on the on the practice squad, for God's sake. This man loves football so much, he's willing to make himself look like a fool 
to beg to play on the practice squad. What's the problem? The key, the, I don't think the head coach, I think the head coach hands is tied. And I think this is all Woody Johnson's doing. All Woody Johnson's doing. For some reason, he has this love affair with Zach Wilson. Don't know why. Don't know why. Don't know why. He has, I believe he has a certain bias towards um, Zach Wilson. I think he loves Zach Wilson. He probably got some business dealings with his family. I, we don't know. We don't know. Probably um, Woody's a, a contributor to BYU. We don't know that. As an owner, as an owner, if I'm a player, I'm coming to a team. I don't want to play for Woody Johnson. He's not about winning the chip. He's a, he's about, you know, it's okay to lose as long as we get some attention. You're getting the wrong attention by losing. For over 20, I wouldn't you took over 2,000 for Leon Hess? 23 years, this man fires Mangini off a nine and seven season because he didn't, didn't like Mangini. Okay. Goes to the AFC Championship game with Mangini's picked players with Rex Ryan as coach with a rookie quarterback, Mac, Mark Sanchez. Okay. Then the, after the second AFC Championship game, mind you, in the AFC of the first AFC Championship game against the Colts, this rookie quarterback called Mark Sanchez had a 17-10 lead against the Colts at halftime. At halftime. And Peyton Manning came back and won that game. The second trip to the AFC Championship game, the same quarterback, Mark Sanchez, beats Peyton Manning at home. He beats Tom Brady in Boston, and if the team was if the team wasn't wasn't asleep, didn't wake up until the halftime, he would have beaten Ben Roethlisberger and played the Packers in the Super Bowl Super Bowl that year. But you fans, not me, I'm squaring all the other Jet fans, ran this man out of town, ran this man out of town. With the owner's help, because they brought in Tim Tebow and just messed up everything. Screwed up everything. That was the beginning of the end of the Jets, is when, when they brought in Tim Tebow. Yeah, I'm going back in the past. I'm redoing some revisionist history. But I'm telling you the bad mistakes this owner has been making since he became owner. Then you drive Geno Smith. Who's supposed to sit back and watch Mark Sanchez play? Rex makes a mistake, putting him in the fourth quarter. Mark Sanchez hurts his shoulder. That's his season. And you do notice that Mark Sanchez has not was not the same player after that shoulder injury. But you, the fans ran him out of town. Then Geno Smith goes eight and eight in his rookie season with no receivers. No receivers. You know what I'm saying? That has a couple of bad seasons. They want the fans want him out after year two. But wait a minute. 
wait a minute, guys. You're bringing Fitzpatrick. We had one good season with Fitzpatrick with Decker and um, and Brandon Marshall. Team and finish off ten and six with Todd Bowles. Okay, missed the playoffs because we should we should have beaten them build that Bills team. Okay, then Mister uh, Fitzpatrick wants to be wants to hold out. There you go. What happens again? You didn't want Gino to come back on the field. So you wasted two more seasons. You drafted Sam Donald. You had Josh McCown. And you had Teddy Bridgewater on the roster. Again, the fans are like, oh, we drafted him third. We trade up to get him. That's, that's, Sam Donald has to start day one. He starts over McCown and Teddy Bridgewater. He should have waited. He should have waited. Should have sat a couple of sat, sat sat half the season and then started. But guess what? After year two, you fans, Jet fans, want him out of there after year two. Thus bringing in Zach Wilson. Mind you, the Texans wanted to trade Deshaun Watson before that draft. I said on many great Facebook groups, I wanted. Deshaun Watson, and what it would take as a as a foundation was that number two pick, and Sam Donald. That should have been the move, but no. They were concerned about his um sexual harassment situation, so the move was not done. They picked up. They end up drafting Zach Wilson over Justin Fields. Mr. Milf, Milf Hunter. And then now we are in year three. He was replaced. He was brought in, Aaron Rodgers was brought in to take this team to the top. He got hurt. Now the fans is crying about, oh, give him another chance. Give him another chance. After they saw Mac Jones beat him for the fifth time, now everybody's, everybody doesn't want Zach Wilson anymore. There's some few people that still want to defend Zach Wilson. Few people. I don't know why, but a bunch of idiots. But this all could have been avoided, in my opinion, a long time ago. I gave you three instances. I gave you two or three instances of revisionist history of how this whole situation could have been avoided. First one, the Mark Sanchez situation. The first one for the Mark Sanchez situation. Two, Geno Smith. Three, you didn't make that trade for Deshaun Watson. Even though Deshaun Watson should have been drafted by the Jets over Jamal Adams anyway, a couple of years prior to that. And this is what you got right now. A one and two team with no hope. The general manager, the, the GM, who did a good job at drafting the past couple of years, just signed the wrong the wrong quarterback to keep the good energy flowing. You bring in Trevor Simeon. This first round with the Jets, when he was backing up backing up Sam Donald when he was out on, I believe, when he had Mono or something like that. But he, or was that with um it was with Adam Gase? Did nothing to impress me. Did nothing to be like, oh, that's we should we should have signed him. 
She never let him go. Nothing. But you got Carson Wentz still out there. Mind you, Joe Douglas was on the in the front office when the Eagles drafted Carson Wentz. I thought that would have been an easy decision for him to make. Nope. Trevor Simeon is the call. All because the owner wants to make sure that his boy, Zach Wilson, is protected. They won't be threatened of his job. But you got 52 other players who want, who want to win, who want to play in the playoffs, who want to win a Super Bowl. Is it worth risking the locker room? Risk this head coach, who has shown at points, is overmatched. To give the give that situation to him. Just broke it down to you guys. Really. Just broke it down to you. Now they're gonna they're gonna face the Chiefs, like I said, on NBC. And ladies and gentlemen, the first 15 minutes will be the most first first. Important 15 minutes of Zach Wilson's life. He could save his career with a W in this game, or he could further go into oblivion. And that locker was going to turn on Robert Sala. The locker was going to turn on Zach Wilson in the first quarter. If they get if they get down by 21 points, it could get ugly. I'm more looking forward to watching the Giants play the Seahawks, watch my boy Geno Smith play. Against Daniel Jones. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm actually hoping for the Giants to pull out that W. At least one New York, one New York football team has to do something. And my best bet is on the Giants. And it has, are the Giants perfect? No. They've been a bit undisciplined this year. A lot of penalties, missed tackles, missing assignments. But I believe I believe much more. I believe in Brian Dable than I do in Robert Sala <coughs> to turn around the situation. I'm gonna tell you straight out. But we we will see what's gonna happen in these games, and I'll be back to recap that game too. I would like to have some guests, some New York Jet fans who, who want like to jump on the podcast. If you're not camera shy, please join me on this podcast. Giant fans, you want to talk about your team, please join me. Any other fans that watch the podcast, if you want to jump on and talk about your team, let's make it happen. Hit me up. There's ways to hit me up. If you watch the podcast on YouTube, hit me up on the comment section. Let's link up, exchange email addresses. If you want my Facebook on my Instagram, definitely DM me. Hit me up on Messenger. We'll make it happen. So about your team. So on that note, it's your man Big Dog. I'm about to sign off on this podcast. All right. Any comments and complaints, please feel free to hit me up on my G on my um in, on my um email, trueplayerspodcast at gmail.com, just like you see it spelled in my background. T-R-U-P-L-A-Y-A-Z podcast at gmail.com. You can watch the podcast on YouTube and Patreon and listen to it on Anchor, Spreaker, Spotify.
iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and any other podcast um, platform, I'm on all of them. So, on that note, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying the, 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 the Packers and the Falcons game. It's your man, Big Dime. I'm going to sign off on this podcast. I'll be back soon next week with my with my with my good friend, my good buddy Matt. We're gonna talk about some basketball. Big trade happened today with um Dame Dame Lillard going to the Bucks. And what is it? How did I screw up the Knicks opportunity to get the Greek freak? And also we're gonna get to um Knicks and preseason basketball because preseason is right around the corner. So stay tuned, guys. I'll chat y'all in the next episode. Peace.